Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Say What Comes Naturally with Sacred Chef and Sacred Queen. If you have any comments, concerns, or you would like us to talk about a topic we haven't yet already, please email us at sacredconyc at gmail.com. As you all know, last week we had Brian's mom, nurse Sam and Lindsay, on our show. So we wanted to do a part two. So on this episode, we're going to talk about GMOs and the effect that it has on not only your health, but also on our food industry today. Just tell us a little bit about your knowledge of GMOs. So genetically modified organisms are, in my opinion, not healthy for our bodies or our environment. So what do you think that um, GMOs, like why are GMOs using our fruits and veggies? Why do you think they are? It was initially um, bought into the food production to increase the amount of food and how fast it grows. Mm -hmm. And as a result of that, we end up with products that are mutated and not beneficial for our bodies. And I say that because these products end up having resistance to um, chemicals that would kill weeds and all sorts of pesticides um, that are in our environment. So how can that be healthy for us? Yeah, that's true. So what you're saying is GMOs are not only used in fruits and veggies, but also in our livestock as well? Yeah, it's a fact that GMO is used in livestock. And there was a recent research going back several years, maybe five to seven years, that they used it with pigs. Okay. So what does the GMOs have to do with us as humans, besides it being you know, bad for our health and besides our food? What else... Um, benefits or not benefits that they have against humans? There's actually no benefits other than the production rate mm-hmm. in terms of the increased production rate. In terms of negative aspects, um, these products are resistance to herbicides mm-hmm. and pesticides. And then we're, we're absorbing that. We're eating that. And there's no benefit for our bodies. For example, France, Europe, they will not use genetically modified products for the most part. And they have a lower cancer rate. They have a lower risk uh, or high blood pressure. They have a lower heart attack rate Mm -hmm. than the U.S. And people are not as obese as in the U.S. And these people are eating saucy foods. They're also consuming a high amount of alcohol in terms of wine with their meals. And they're not dying from the things that U.S. populations are dying from. There's also studies that have shown and proven that we have the highest cancer and death rates. Anything attributing to the food, um, what issues do you see? So one of the major problems that I see happening today is that um, our society tends to consume food in an abundance and not be aware of what they're 
consuming. And I feel that genetically modified foods is a detriment to our health and our society. And I feel although we consume a huge amount of calories daily as Americans, if we were more aware of what we're doing to our bodies, we can be better stewards of our health. Yeah. So I feel that we should eat less genetically modified food, more organic foods, and less high calorie, high fat, and high content foods. Okay, so farmers markets and... Uh... More healthier routes. Yes. We should choose a more healthier route. Health doesn't necessarily mean fruits and vegetables. It's also the meat and other products that we consume. Associated with that. Right? Yeah. So we have to know what's going on in our bodies overall. Okay, so what are some ways that you can try to avoid purchasing GMO products? I mean, I know inevitably it's everywhere. Sometimes it's in the labels in some of the cereals that we buy for our children or even some of the shampoos and conditioners that we even use on our body. Um, so what are some ways in which you think that we can try to avoid purchasing GMO products? So some of the ways are being aware of what products are your more popular genetically modified products. For example, corn, soy, and sugar beets are your three top genetically modified products in the U.S. So... Corn is the staple of most of the foods that we use, right? Mm -hmm. We use it for fuel. We use it for a lot of the foods that we eat daily. So think about that. Yeah. The right? oil. Yeah. Correct. Because if you go into a fast food right. joint, they're probably canola, using canola. And canola, corn, all sorts of vegetable oils are contributing factors. So we, we want to make better choices when we make food choices. So we may use a safflower or more genetically modified product like um, if we use peanut oil, which is an excellent oil, olive oil, another excellent oil to use, but maybe a more genetically modified or organic form of these products. What do you advise, you know, us that don't know a lot of GMOs, what do you advise us to do if there's so many other products that do have them that are not labeled? So, you know, a nice source, and I need to endorse or um, big up Whole Foods. Whole Foods, as of 2018, will have products that are genetically modified in their stores, but it's labeled. And they will have to be labeled. So a consumer can make a choice. Should I choose genetically modified or not? Yeah. And um, I think that's one of the first steps in moving forward. But whole, whole food is a very small portion of our food chain. That's true. Because the farmers are initially the people who, Correct. who are making Correct. food for us. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's up to the farmers. Yes, to start from there. Yeah. I mean, a lot of us, myself, I grow in my backyard every summer, tomatoes, kale, collard greens, corn, but I purchase non-GMO products mm -hmm. 
and I know that what I'm consuming is not genetically modified. I would challenge anyone who's listening to this podcast today to Google what a genetically modified wheat looks like and what a normal wheat looks like. And it's really an eye-opener to see the difference. And then it goes deeper than that Mm -hmm. in terms of nutrients to our bodies. What benefits am I getting from the genetically modified, which is that rapid growth, pesticide, herbicide, resistant product, as opposed to a more natural grown product? Okay, so what products do you buy um, that you know are not genetically modified? And what products do you buy knowingly that they are genetically modified? So today it's very difficult to get everything non-genetically modified or non-GMO. It's not realistic. Correct. (laughs) So you, you just make better choices as best as you can for your body and your family. So I was in Whole Foods and I spoke with a butcher and I said, you know, what's the best cut of meat to get? And I wanted to know what's the best one to purchase. And the butcher said to me, Miss, if you want a natural non-GMO product, it must be from a farm and it must be non-processed. All of our products are processed in terms of preventing disease and infection. So they're numbered in Whole Foods, for example, um, by the degree of processing that they go through. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, they'll have like minimum processing on it. Correct. And I respect that. And I respect that. Mm -hmm. But that gives me a choice to choose what I want. In terms of my fruits and vegetables, uh, my berries are one of the ones that I would choose organic because I'm consuming the skin, which are very thin. And I want to make sure that what I'm putting in me does not have the herbicides, pesticides, or any other chemical that can alter or in any way have any adverse effect on my body. So as a nurse, have you seen any of your patients come into the emergency room with side effects from eating GMO products? Or if you haven't, um, what do you think it looks like? I cannot say that I have someone come in with the effect of GMO consumption, but in terms of obesity, in terms of heart attacks, strokes, I've seen lifestyle Mm -hmm. that contribute to that. Um, In terms of obesity, we can change that with better eating, but I I wouldn't necessarily um, contribute that to GMO or or non-GMO, although Studies have shown that since we've been eating GMO products, obesity rates have increased. In children and in adults? Both, yes. So what do you suggest is the proper diet for someone who wants to stop eating GMOs? Because they don't know. Because some people, they just, honestly, they're ignorant to the fact that, you know, GMOs are in food, but they look at the convenience of price. 
what do you suggest people go besides Whole Foods? Because everybody always complains that it's so expensive. What do you suggest people go to get their food? Actually, Whole Foods is not that expensive. And for the record, I'd like to clarify, I'm not supported um, supporting or I'm not backing Whole Foods, mm -hmm. but I do love their products. But in terms of people wanting to eat right, I would say use locally grown products, products grown locally. So there's less transport farm to you yeah. and less preservatives added to make that happen. So I would say for New Yorkers, locally grown, Jersey, Connecticut, New York itself, Mm -hmm. are your better choices. And when we go to our local farmer's markets, which are all over the borough now, yes. we should choose locally grown, and they're usually local farmers. Mm -hmm. Those are better choices. And most of their products are non-GMOs. Most of them are locally grown, sustainable, decent products that we can consume without a lot of risk health problems yeah also you should ask your farmer how do they grow their products correct that's always a good thing absolutely absolutely there's no guarantee mm -hmm. but you know safer choices in terms of convenience i would say locally grown affordability in terms of information i can talk to this farmer i can ask him or her yeah. Do you use genetically modified products? How are your products grown? And I can have a dialogue with them. Yeah, because if a farmer tells me, oh, I don't want to tell you, then I'm not going to eat from there. Correct. have something to hide. Absolutely. Yeah, so Absolutely. We don't want that. Oh, and also, fun fact, you can use EBT cards at farmer's markets now. Excellent. So Which now, means that... People who are not as affluent can still afford to eat well. There's no excuse. No. Absolutely. Abs but again, information is knowledge, yeah. and we need to spread that throughout our communities. Yes, that's Some why we people, have this podcast. All awesome. That's awesome, have, awesome. Yes, about food education and everything. Excellent. Food, so. Besides, you know, buying organic and non-GMO products, what is the next best thing? I would say your next best bet would be kosher. Kosher does not um, approve of those type of processing to our foods in terms of genetically modified foods. So kosher would be your next best bet, as well as your locally grown product. Anything else you would like the listeners to know about you? Well, I want the listeners to know how much I'm really proud of you. But besides that, my key that I'd like to take away from this particular um, podcast is that we need to be more aware of what we're putting in our bodies. We need to be more aware of our environment. And we need to be more advocates in what we consume and how it's communicated to us in terms of the FDA yeah. and also the um, agricultural department. So if you know that you're eating gen genetically modified food and you choose to, that's great. If you know that you don't, 
want that, you should have a choice. And my my point is awareness. Yeah. And not having to be misled in what we put in our bodies. So bottom line, we should know what we're consuming. We should know and be given a choice in making a choice. Okay. So thank you so much, Mom, for being on today's show. I so enjoy this time that I spent with you. So like we said, guys, this is part two of Mom being on our show. So if you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you want more information about mom, I would definitely give you her email address. If you want to know more about GMOs, I would say look for yourself. Although you took the first step and listen to our podcast, please just take the second step and just, you know, go behind our facts. Look for yourself so you can actually do your see research. Do your due diligence. Yes. As always, much love. Bye. Thank you for listening to Auntie and Uncle's podcast. We thank you and we love you.